Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizek here alongside Pat. And 1980, Pat, was when Gloria Gaynor got the first and only Best Disco Grammy. Did you know there was a Best Disco Grammy? <laughs> I did. I did not know that, and um, oh, that's kind of cool that she won it. But it's kind of funnier, I guess. That so they only did it once. First and only, yeah. Disco. It obviously caught on in the '70s, and by the time they decided to give it a green light to become a Grammy award, that was the end of <laughs> disco. So, ironically, disco did not survive. The song. Ah, very <laughs> nice. The song, I will survive. <laughs> I'm ashamed. My dad jokes. I'm just ashamed I didn't think of that first. Sometimes I get there before you do. That's <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, Gloria Gaynor, and she's still outperforming, I believe. So awesome to hear that. Um, but yeah, 40, 40 something years ago was when the death knell of disco was upon us. So. I, I love the uh, the irony of the powers that be right? selecting selecting it at, at the exact moment that no one uh, no one likes it anymore. It took too long. That's right. They they weren't sure if it was a, a flash in the pan, and it just it lasted long enough to trick them, but then it went away. So I guess some of those things, some of these things happen. Flash in the pan. All right. With talking a little bit about disco, we're kind of watching that with inflation right now, too. Will this be a flash in the pan? Is this something that we're going to have to watch for quite some time? This is something, Pat, that we have had our eye on for a while, this issue of inflation as we shift a little Mm -hmm. bit into economic news. There was a survey. I wanted to get your take on this. It was a survey from the Senior Citizens League saying inflation is having a massive impact on seniors. And these numbers, Pat, just stopped me in my tracks. Half of seniors have spent down their emergency savings because of inflation. 48% have had to visit a food pantry or apply for food stamps. 44% have run up credit card debt. And 23% need help with energy bills. Really bleak numbers here. And I think the message is... What do we do about this? How do we put a strategy in place so we do not become a statistic like that? Yeah, that's scary, Jen, because you know we know that inflation affects retirees more than anyone else because none of us want you know things to be five or seven or ten percent more expensive than they were last year. Right. But if we are gainfully employed, there's an assumption that uh, most lines of work have the opportunity to you know grow your income by at least that much. And, you know, that's something that's affecting employers um, around the country as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, if you're on a fixed income, you don't have that option, right? right. So this is this is a really big deal. And that's it's one of those things that's kind of theoretical to me normally. But it's kind of startling to hear those statistics. Right. Um, so, yeah, we really want to uh, – we always say the foundation of a successful retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. And part of that is – there's four pieces to that. One of those is how to have your income keep up with inflation. Uh, because that is, uh, it doesn't do you any good to have a an income plan um, that, that doesn't mm-hmm. take in inflation into right, effect, right. right? And of course, we know there are different times and things going on in our country. Um, in the 1970s and 80s, inflation was all over the place and completely life changing. You know, going into the double digits, and uh, we've been fortunate for the last decade or so that it's been very low. Um, so this is a very scary time. And the simplest thing I would say to start, Jen, is it needs to be part of the plan. But then, of course, how do we do that? That's part of actually being a little more sophisticated and having a more, you know, projections. Uh, we we like to call it 
with different areas, risks of retirement, we like to call it a stress test. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we'll, we'll, we'll have a successful retirement plan and say, okay, well, instead of 3% inflation, what if we put in four or 5%, let's see what happens. And then, you know, of course there are, you know, investment adjustments we can make for inflation, all those types of things. So there's a lot of things that can be done, some of it before retirement, but some of it, it needs to happen during retirement, which is why we always say the last thing we want to do is build a plan and then stick it up on a shelf and let mm -hmm. it collect dust. You know, we want to, we want to have a plan and then we want to manage that plan. And that's part of, you know, a successful relationship with our clients is working with them uh, over the long haul. Well, and Pat, when you talk about coming up with that plan to have your income keep up with inflation, we often hear about Social Security as an income source that is inflation adjusted. But even with cost of living adjustments, like what we saw just a few months ago, we have to think about things like increasing cost of health care and everything else that can eat into that Social Security income. How do we account for some of these things, like, like health care costs and those other higher expenses in retirement? Well, that's a hard one, Jen, because um, the most boring answer, once again, is we plan for it, you, you know, because right. the, the unfortunate thing is, of course, health care costs have been escalating more than most other costs over the last you know, decade or two. And of course, those hit retirees more so than the rest of the country. And then, as you mentioned, Social Security is adjusted for inflation, but the amount of money that goes out for Social Security each year is an enormous part of the expenses of the federal government. So it's not in their best interest for those inflation adjustments to be very high. So uh, this is a piece that we have to handle ourselves. So if you retire with anything beyond Social Security, if you've built up some type of nest egg, planning for um, these additional health care costs is a really important piece. And of course, we always say there's three areas you need to be considering. Will you have a time where you're on personal health insurance when you're not working? And then, you know, making sure you have Medicare and, and the appropriate supplements. And then the third area is long-term care. And all of those need to be planned for a little bit differently. And uh, that's one of those areas we call that, you know, we talk about our custom-built retirement plans having five areas. Healthcare is one of those, and we were just talking about income plans is another one. So those are two of those five areas. If you're not sure if you have a plan in place that's going to help you have a successful retirement, we'd suggest you call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a review of those five areas at absolutely no cost and no obligation. We call it our five-step retirement review. To get started, call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, for a review of the five areas that make up a successful retirement plan at no cost and no obligation, the number is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. Or if you want to hear the numbers as you're punching that into your phone, 803 803- 973-8473. Pat, let's shift away from inflation, which is such a deflating topic, and <laughs> talk about something a little bit more uplifting. Now, I know you do not love the Olympics as much as I love the Olympics, and that's fine. No one does, Jen. <laughs> I know. That's probably true. <laughs> but this just a couple weeks ago, this news, I was following this, and I loved it so much, and I wanted to share it with you here on the show Nick Baumgartner, U.S. snowboarder, finally won gold at the 2022 Games in Beijing just a few weeks ago at age 40, Pat, and in his fourth Olympics. He never made the podium in his Olympic career and all those other Olympic appearances until now. And here's what happened wow. this time. Yeah, it was awesome. Nick Baumgartner and Lindsay Jacobellis, she is 36. She was his race partner in the mixed snowboard cross event. So they they both had to go down that snowboard track. The, the guys went and then the girls went. They're competing against athletes 20 years younger than them. And these two end up in gold. And here's one of the things that Nick Baumgartner had to say after winning gold. As you get older, it's tough to watch the young kids kind of take over and try to push you out of the sport. So that hunger, it's, it's strong. And um, as long as you're willing to put in the work and you still have the dedication for the hard work, you can really push yourself to a new level. I can't tell you how much I love this when he mm. talks about that hunger still being there yes. despite these younger competitors kind of pushing him out or trying to push him out. How many people that you are helping for retirement feel the same way, like they're being squeezed out of their place at work? And how do you help them? Because we want to retire when we want to, not because we felt like we had to move on. There wasn't place for us anymore, right? 
Yeah, they, they, I remember when I was researching for my last book, Jen, the, the retirement secret, uh, looking at average retirement ages, and it's been decreasing slowly over the last few decades. And some of that is by choice, but a lot of it is due to either health reasons or being downsized. So we do run across that all the time. And it's really some of the most rewarding work we do, Jen, because if someone is downsized or is worried about it, then if we can help them put a plan together, then that can give them an, an enormous, you know, just a tremendous amount of peace of mind. Because if you're worried about losing your job and you have no idea if you're prepared for retirement, I mean, how scary is that, yeah. right? Especially when you're feeling squeezed out and, you, you know, it may not be age discrimination, but it, it, there may be aspects of that there. And then now you're thinking, well, how am I ever going to find another job if everyone's looking at me that way? And I can think of a specific instance with a, a couple where um, he got downsized and it was definitely before they were planning to retire. But when we put the plan together, Together, they were able to. And so that that enormous relief off their shoulders to know that they didn't have to go scrambling and, you know, worried about getting some job that they felt was beneath them just to get benefits or something. And, and so those are the kinds of things that, that can be really valuable. And even if it hasn't happened to you now, if you have any concerns about it, it's great to, you know, talk to a planner to kind of see where you stand. I know a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. I know that most of you don't have a written financial plan, and a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So you don't have to be one of those people worried if your money will last or if you will even afford to retire. We have a process for helping you create an income strategy. We start with what we call our five-step retirement review. If you're listening to me right now and you don't have an income strategy, and based on the statistics, you probably don't, we invite you to call so we can help you create a budget to figure out how much you'll need for retirement that you've been dreaming about. Uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement, like inflation, stock market risk, potential tax increases, and skyrocketing health care costs. Learn about the options for generating income in retirement, and learn about how to keep your current standard of living in retirement, even as costs keep rising. There's no cost for this, and there's no obligation, but if you saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Take advantage of this opportunity from Pat to make sure you won't run out of money and you might even be able to boost your returns over time. So get started today. That number again, 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Hi, this is John Farley. For the past 12 years, you've seen me on TV. But before becoming a meteorologist, my first degree was actually in finance. My parents, like a lot of people, didn't know much about the financial world. As a result, they got exploited by some not-so-honest folks. That's why finance has always been a passion of mine, and for the last six years I've been working with the team at Preservation Specialists to help people just like you plan for your retirement. What I love about Preservation Specialists is that we are locally owned and fiercely independent. That means we simply work for you. If that's what you want in a financial advisor, then give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Don't make the same mistakes my parents did. Work with an advisor who can help get you to and through retirement successfully. 803-9-RETIRE. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the books, Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. Going to be talking a little bit about all of that planning and preparing for retirement versus actually living in retirement, which turns out is a little bit different, Pat. Fewer than one in four Americans think their current retirement lifestyle aligns with what they had planned for their retirement to be. So as it turns out, it is different. It's one thing to dream about retirement, and it's another thing to live in retirement every day. I don't know if you've heard that from your clients before after they make the switch. <laughs> yeah, you know, I started working with retirees when I was pretty young, and you know, the thought of retirement or it's one of the biggest changes you'll ever go through in your life really hadn't occurred to me. You know, when I was in my you know mid twenties, sure. <laughs> and uh, sure. it is fascinating. And I don't think you know anyone who tries to uh, paint a, a broad brush of that and say that you know this type of 
this happens to everybody, I just think is so untrue. It's so individualized. And some people take to it like a duck to water. And some people, it's just a huge, you know, it's a change that they, they can't ever wrap their mind around. And, and others, you know, they like to have, you know, maybe going from full retirement and having a semi-retirement first is a good transition point. So there's there's so many ways it can be done, so many ways to fill that time in retirement, you know, finding ways to you know, to motivate, to give you purpose. Those are all just big things and um, big topics. And uh, I'm glad we're getting a chance to dig into it today. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I think retirement is just one example, but so many things in our life, Pat, we can plan for how we'll handle something or we can anticipate how we think something's going to go. And then when we actually get into it, it's just a little bit different. I mean, I'll, I'll just share with you most recently, my daughter who has just started driving herself well, she's ridden the school bus to her school. She's had her dad and I drive her a thousand times to that school. But the first time she was behind the wheel by herself without somebody else in the car, it felt totally <laughs> different to her. Yeah. She she felt like she was going to get lost, even though she'd been there before. So that's kind of a phenomenon that we go through with so many things. It shouldn't be a surprise that it's kind of like this with retirement also. That's true. And one of the things, you know, I've had people, you know, as they're preparing for retirement and they'll ask, you know, well, how does this happen and how does that happen? And a lot of those are things that we're doing for they've hired us to do. And I'll say, oh, we'll, we'll take care of that. And it's, and they just I have this look of relief. Oh, thank goodness, because <laughs> there's just so many things that are new that yes. you haven't done before. And it can be so overwhelming just to try and think of them all. And, and one of the you know things that we like to say is most people will hopefully only retire once in their entire life. And mm -hmm. The beauty of working with someone like us is we've essentially retired hundreds of times in working with our clients. And so we've been through that process. We know what the pitfalls are. We know what the things to take advantage of are. And so why not learn from our process that we've gone through over the years? Right. So let me set up some of the audio that we have that we're going to play here in this part of the show. Um, because when we talk about learning about something, knowing about something intellectually, and then experiencing it, Dr. David Eckert taught about aging and retirement at the University of Kansas for 44 years. And he had a piece in the Wall Street Journal that I found where he admitted that while it's one thing to know intellectually what happens with retirement, living through it is another thing altogether. So he's been retired for a couple years now, and so he's now starting to write about what this is like now that he is living in retirement after he thought about it and taught about it for so long. And he talked about one of the biggest transitions or biggest surprises for him is how he feels about his use of time now. And I, so I, I spoke mm. with him on the phone. This was an, actually, it was online. It was an internet connection. So I apologize. There, there are a few little blips in it, but I thought this was interesting, his take on his use of time now. I thought that one surprise for me is I thought that the feeling of release and freedom that I would get from retirement would come about because I was no longer externally scheduled by a job. In my case, I was a professor and I had to teach these classes and I had to attend these meetings and, in other words, meet these uh, time commitments. But really, the relaxation came from taking pressure off of myself in order to have, as many people do, a successful career, you put pressure on yourself to attempt things and try things and learn things and, and you know, go for opportunities. And when I no longer had to do that, that was the thing that really, really relaxed me. Uh, it doesn't matter now what time in the morning I start my walk or what time in the afternoon I decide to finish the crossword puzzle. The time is much less a pressing thing for me. Right. So less of a pressing thing. And he also told me he is a little bit protective of his time now. He really doesn't hmm. want to have to commit himself to certain things. So I, I, I don't know. Is that something that you hear from, from the folks that you help with this transition as well? I do. It reminds me, Jen, of vacations and hear me out here. So there's different different ways to vacation, right? Sure. And sometimes people just go to the beach and then just sit and relax. And that was not how I was raised. It was mm -hmm. kind of like you have the agenda and you're going to hit all yes. these things. And so I've kind of adopted that. And one of the trips Janelle and I went on was uh, kind of a coastal area and you would walk from town to town. And so we had a, we had like a couple nights there. And the, the day we were there, it was kind of like walk around and then like sit and relax mm -hmm. and 
and Janelle was kind of like, are you okay? Like, is this, <laughs> and I was like, I just don't, I don't know what to do with myself. Right. And so it sounds like a lot, a lot like what he's, what he's saying and that, that, you know, that our lives are so, you know, busy now that that's yes. gotta be just a freeing, but it, it's freeing, but it also is probably scary at first. Cause you, cause you don't know what to do with yourself. Yes. And, and that's exactly what he said. He says it creates these conflicted feelings Yeah, and he's, he's got some of that as well. Here, here's one more where he talks about experiencing that internal conflict, that tug of not knowing for sure what he should be doing. And you think to yourself, why, why are you doing that? So you feel, you know, I, as, as, as I put it, I have two angels on my shoulder. One angel whispers in my ear, relax, take it easy. The other angel whispers in my ear, shouldn't you be doing something right now? It's kind of, kind of where we find ourselves, right? It's so good. That's exactly what I was thinking. I, I'm sure yes. in my first day of retirement, that's exactly what I'll be thinking to myself the entire time. And uh, I'm sure I will absolutely drive Janelle crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that, and we will get into the couple's retirement here on the other side of the break. But there is this tug and how will we be spending our time? And that doesn't seem like something we need to talk through with a financial advisor. How am I going to spend my time? It doesn't really seem like something to talk to somebody like you about. But why is that something that you, as a retirement planner, want to know about? Well, there's actually two reasons, Jen. Um, there's a very extremely practical one, which is uh, because we do get that question. Because we we do ask people, you know, what, what what's your dream retirement look like? You know, what would you be doing? Who are you going to be with? Where are you going to be? And the practical reason is it has a huge effect on your spending needs in mm -hmm. retirement. You know, we have clients that did very well in their working years, but their lifestyle in retirement is to go camping in a tent. And that's the most expensive thing they do. Um, that They spend a lot less every month than we have other clients that like to take first class, you know, trips around the world and yeah. things like that. So and there's no judgment of those things. It's just a matter of we want to know what you want out of it to help you to help make sure, you know, if you're wanting to travel around the world, you're not going to do that on the camping and a tent budget, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to match those up. The other reason, uh, and this is something I've learned only through experience, Jen, is that human beings are incredible at procrastinating. And we also love instant gratification. Yes. And planning, planning for retirement isn't really ideal for either of those. So I love the added bonus of talk is we get to talk about what we want to do and experience and people we want to be with. Mm -hmm. And that gets you excited and motivated to actually get the plan in place. So I think those two really go hand in hand and both are extremely valuable. That is such a great point there. And when we talk about that plan in place, talk about what goes into a strategy to help turn those ideas, those random thoughts and ideas we have into reality. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things, you know, we have clients, Jen, that are very intelligent and understand finance. And they'll come in and say, you know, ask kind of typical questions. Then they'll say, how do you actually turn all of this into a retirement? Uh, because right. it's, we're not taught that, right? There's no training for that. And in fact, you know, our parents and grandparents probably didn't have to do that because they probably retired and they had a pension and social security and, mm -hmm. you know, they got the gold watch and everything was fine. And it's, it's so much more complex now. And so that's why we talk about a retirement plan really needs to be comprehensive. It needs to have five areas. And that's, you know, the first three that everyone nods their head and says makes sense is you got to know where your income's coming from. We want to know how your taxes are going to be paid because we want to see if we can keep those as low as possible. And then for most people, at least some of their income is going to come from some kind of nest egg. So we have to have an investment plan. All three of those go together. And then we talk a lot about healthcare. Uh, that's a fourth one. And the estate planning. And the estate plan could be after you're gone or it could be, you know, if you are sick. Uh, it could be if you're married, you know, protecting your spouse. So all of those things all pulled together are part of a comprehensive plan. We call uh, the plans we put together for our clients custom-built retirement plans because they are not cookie-cutter. We think everyone should be individualized. And the first step to creating something like that, we call it our five-step retirement review. And we offer that today to our listeners at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, no cost, no obligation to take that first step. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. It's one thing to come up with how you would spend that perfect day in retirement, but what happens to that ideal day and all those retirement dreams and plans when your spouse is also retiring? We'll get into that in just a moment. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. 
Matt's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialist, and today we're talking about retirement dreams versus reality, because fewer than one in four Americans think their current retirement lifestyle aligns with what they had planned for their retirement to be. So as we're discussing today, it is one thing to dream about retirement, and it is another thing to live in retirement every day. Now, who we talked to about all of this, Dr. David Eckert taught about aging and retirement for more than four decades before he retired himself back in 2020. And his wife actually retired at about the same time. And he says one of the factors that we have to consider when it comes to retirement is not only how we'll spend our own time, but what happens if we do have that spouse who is retiring with us? You know, I married him for better or worse but not for lunch. <laughs> Which just, <laughs> I think that's perfect. It's amazing. Don't we have, don't we all have that thought, right? What is he doing in here? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, a couple of thoughts I have on that. First of all, of course, we all have different personalities, introverts, extroverts, and I'm some kind of weird combination where I love being around people, but I also really love being by myself. Yes. And um, my wife, Janelle, is more of, she enjoys that time together. So that's that, that's a balancing act that we have through our lives now. And I, I can only imagine it be magnified in retirement. But I, I can't help but <laughs> tell a story of clients I worked with, I've worked with for a long time. And I remember vividly she was not working outside the house uh, when he retired. So she was used to having that alone time. And then he retired. And suddenly he was there with her everywhere. All the and time. she came into the office once without him. <laughs> and... Um, and she, she was like mentioning that he was following her along in the grocery store and she kind of leans in and she says, Pat, he's driving me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, figuring out those boundaries, that's a, right. that's a big deal. Right. But now here's the good news though, because this is something else that Dr. Eckert, who I spoke with, has researched a little bit. And he says in his research of how people act in retirement and how they adapt he found there there won't be a lot of serious effects on the marriage. Adjustments to make, yes, but not necessarily things that will actually threaten your marriage. People really actually look forward to retirement as a time that they can finally spend together after decades of uh, raising children and marching off to work. Now they can enjoy one another's uh, together and uh, engage in activities that they would uh, like to explore. So some good news there. It's certainly, certainly an adjustment. And of course, you know, there, there are so many jokes that we can all make about, about that, <laughs> that extra time together. But I do think there's some important things to talk about there, Pat. When you are dealing with a couple, how important is it to you to have a lot of communication about everyone's goals and expectations for retirement? And how clearly are we making sure that we are communicating this and being honest about what everybody's goals and expectations are? Yeah, you know, this is one of those unexpected, um, I think, really big potential benefits of working with a planner, Jen, is it's literally just having a, a third person. You know, when you're a married couple, uh, you know, we taught the uh, Dave Ramsey uh, financial freedom course at my church a number of years ago, and I was the I was the leader of that. And, you know, there wasn't anything in the financial recommendations that was new to me. But uh, what I was really impressed with with Dave Ramsey's information was going in depth and talking about money as a couple. And uh, because obviously, you know, money is one of the areas that creates the most division amongst couples. And right. so um, so I think what we have seen with all of our planners is um, meeting with the planners kind of like a safe space, right? So you, you know, you have uh, an opportunity to kind of voice things and get things out on the table that maybe aren't that comfortable to do when you're at home. And uh, I, you know, one of the things, Jen, I'm just laughing, thinking about various conversations, <laughs> you know, in the first meeting, we really want to know, you know, hey, what's your dream retirement? What will you be doing? And all those kinds of things. And we've literally had meetings where one person will say, oh, my goodness, I can't wait until we retire. And we sell the home and we buy the RV and we travel the country. And the other one says, we what? have never talked about that. I would never do that in a million years. And they're kind yeah. of staring at each other. And you're thinking, well, 
it's probably a good thing you talked about this now. Yeah, <laughs> so, right? I mean, these are these are really big things. And of course, it doesn't have to be anything near that extreme. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, planning your spending in retirement. And, okay, well, what type of travel are you going to do? How expensive is it going to be? Who are you going to be going to see? Where are the places you're going to go? You know, just silly, you know, little things like that. And it can really add up. And uh, I think I'd like to think that that can create uh, a lot of comfort in the in the relationship because they've got they've been able to air those things and work through them ahead of time rather than those unpleasant surprises as we as we may occasionally have in a marriage. Right. Well, and, and you're right that that is a benefit of having somebody who's bringing things up because how many times do we just make that assumption? This is what I've been thinking about. So, of course, he's been thinking about the same thing as I have. And then you don't even think to bring it up because it's just what, what your thought is, what your plan is the whole time. And having that other person to talk through these things, uh, as well as the money side and everything else, th- there truly is a benefit there. You, you're probably not even trying to keep it a secret from your spouse. You just don't even think right. about bringing, bringing up some of these things as far as your, your goals and dreams and retirement, right? Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the, the reality of everything is life is just so busy. And, you know, maybe maybe they'll say 100, 200 years ago, they thought it was busy too, but clearly it's busier now. You know, right. there's so many pressures that we all have on ourselves. And it may even, like you said, you're likely not hiding it from your spouse. In fact, you may even have wanted to talk to them about it and there's just not time to focus or, you know, if it's been brought up, you know, there's other distractions, you know, and those types of things. And so that's another benefit of, you know, sitting down with a planner is you are investing, you know, for example, our, our typical meeting is, is an hour long. So you're, you're investing an hour of your time into trying to make sure that your retirement is going to be in order. But also it's investing an hour. If you're a married couple, it's an investing an hour in your relationship because it's giving you a chance to really kind of make sure you're seeing eye to eye in those types of things. And that's one of the reasons, Jen, that we offer our first meeting, our first review at no cost and no obligation. Uh, because for listeners of the show, we want them to have that opportunity uh, to sit down with the planner and begin those conversations with a planner. And to get started, you just have to call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Uh, we call that your five-step retirement review. It's an opportunity to sit down and look at where you are right now. Like you and I have been kind of kind of laughing about today, it is talking about what do you want that retirement to look like? And if you're married, what, what does your spouse want that to look like? How, how similar are they? And let's talk that out. Um, so once again, that's part of that first step, and there is no cost or obligation for that. The number, again, to get started is 803 803- Nine retire. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And Pat, clearly there are some differences between helping a single person plan for retirement and helping a couple, whether it is what we are both wanting to do. But what are some other things that need to be accounted for when you're working with two people and helping two people enter retirement? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question, Jen. So, you know, one of the things we talk about is that the foundation to a successful retirement is a written retirement income plan. And a lot of times people are surprised when I tell them um, that for a married for an individual, there's three pieces to that. And for a married couple, there's four. So the three pieces that everyone has is we need to make sure you have a steady, reliable source of income. That's pretty obvious. Uh, We want that to be protected from inflation. And then the question we all have is, will my money last as long as I do? Right, because that's the that's the eternal question that we all have. Right. Uh, but then the fourth one uh, for a married couple is, how do we make sure that if one spouse predeceases the other, that the surviving spouse is protected? Yes. And you know that's something that a lot of people don't talk a lot about. And you know, one of the statistics I saw recently, Jen, that just blew me away is they've determined that eighty percent of men die while they're married, and eighty percent of women die single. Mm-hmm. And that's a staggering number uh, when you think about that. And so how many times, uh, you know, we've met with someone, it's not always this way, but a lot of times there might be in a married couple, uh, the guy who likes to handle the investments and um, his wife who really isn't interested in that, or has he hasn't shared that information with her. Well, if the odds are that high that um, she's going to end up on her own at some point, we need to make absolutely sure that there's a plan in place to protect her. And of course, if uh, she were to predecease him, we want to make sure he's protected too. But those are the kinds of things that aren't fun to talk about. But right. my goodness, we, you know, and I've never met a husband that 
doesn't want his wife protected if he dies first, right? right so these are right. the kinds of things that it's something that people want, but it's not fun to talk about. So a lot of times it doesn't get talked about. And those are the kinds of things that we think are really important. And we want to make sure they get covered. Right. And there are a lot of stats also about the number of women who, when they if they do outlive their spouse, they end up having to find somebody else to work with on the financial side because they never really had that relationship with the person that, that their husband was going to. And, and, or maybe they feel neglected. They don't really feel like they've had that relationship. So I imagine it's really important to you to sit down with both of them the whole time so that way it isn't like, oh, h- hello, Mrs. Jones, nice to meet you after, mm. after he passes away, right? That's absolutely the case. And, and I would add to that, Jen, that is if, let's say, the wife hasn't met the planner, that can be a difficult situation. Also, if the, you know, if you want to handle your finances yourself, mm-hmm. will your wife be capable? We've had people hire us purely because that the husband wants the wife to have somebody in case something happens to them. Yes. So that's an, another example of the benefits of that. And, you know, there are a lot of good financial professionals out there, but there's also ones that aren't so good. And so if, if you're leaving it to chance that your spouse that's surviving you is just going to find somebody, that, that could be a scary situation. Right. And whether you are married, single, widowed, or divorced, the fact is most of you don't have that plan in place for your financial future. It's nearly 70% of Americans are missing that written financial plan and Pat, people without a plan do tend to feel less confident about their future. That's absolutely true, Jen. And I know a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. And I know that most of you don't have a written financial plan. And a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So you don't have to be one of those people worried if your money will last or if you can even afford to retire. We have a process for helping you create a retirement income strategy. And we start with what we call our five-step retirement review. If you're listening to me right now, you don't have an income strategy, and based on the statistics, you probably don't, we invite you to call so we can help you create a budget to figure out how much you'll need for the retirement you've been dreaming about, uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement, including inflation, stock market risk, potential tax increases, and skyrocketing healthcare costs, learn about the options for generating income in retirement, and learn about how to keep your current standard of living in retirement, even as costs keep rising. There's no cost and no obligation for this analysis. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. After we've analyzed where you are right now, then we can help you start mapping out your strategy to get you where you want to go. This isn't about big wins. We aren't about trying to make you rich. We want to help make sure you don't ever end up outliving your money. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. You want to take advantage of this opportunity from Pat to help make sure that you won't run out of money, and you might even be able to boost your returns over time. So get started today at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury. If you watch TV this fall, I'm sure you'll remember all the Medicare ads with our aging sports stars and celebrities. While I'm a fan of the stars, I'm not a fan of the ads. The reason is that they put the emphasis in the wrong place. Having additional benefits like dental and vision coverage is fine, but they leave out the details. Details like, does your doctor participate with the plans they're promoting? Are your medications covered and at what costs? These are the most important considerations when choosing an Advantage plan. Unfortunately, many people end up in the wrong plan and only find out when they first see their doctor or fill a prescription. Does this mean you're stuck in the wrong plan for the entire year? Medicare has what's called a Medicare Advantage open enrollment period. Between January 1st until the end of March, you can make a one-time only change to a different Advantage plan. During this time, you can move to a plan which better fits your needs. If you need to discuss this option, please give me a call and I'd be happy to explain how it works. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. 
Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here today alongside the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the books, Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And we're going to be breaking down one of the big decisions that people need to make as they prepare for retirement, dive into the pros and cons. This is retirement yay or nay and our topic this week pat i don't know if there's any chapters in your books on (laughs) planning your rv retirement that is the big yay or nay oh (laughs) no i don't i don't have any chapters on that i love it though yeah i mean this is one of those kind of stereotypical debates that i think a lot of people have It's, it's an idea that gets thrown out there and then is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? We're going to go through this. I've got some pros and cons, and then we will make an informed decision as to whether or not we would agree to retire in an RV. So uh, lots of information to go through here with the pros and cons. Um, <laughs> I think you might argue the cons list is short but mighty. I'll just, I'll just put it that way. I'll just put it that way. So um possible pros of living in an rv or having an rv in your retirement number one you can live on a modest budget because rv lots and campsites are relatively cheap to use but Hmm. that's of course after you buy it which would be con number one for the price we'll we'll get to that in a second (laughs) number two possible pro you would likely buy less stuff because you have less storage space Hmm. Um, another one you can, yeah, I think so too, because I, I tend to buy stuff if I have a place to put it, but if I don't have a place to put it, then maybe I'll say no to the stuff (laughs) or maybe, or maybe that's not how it works out. And we just have storage (laughs) units all over the country to stop in. I don't know. Um, another possible pro, you can take the road less traveled in an RV, really see a lot of the country, a, a lot of possibilities there. And this last one, it's on the pros. I don't know. You could potentially visit more family and friends, but you don't have to make them make up the guest room because you can just <laughs> hang out in the driveway. I, that could go either way. I don't know. So those are the, the possible pros of having an RV in retirement. Are these any things that people bring up to you, Pat, as a reason as to why they might want to do this? Yeah, I think maybe there's kind of like a not being tethered to one place yes. should be probably a possible pro, I sure. think, uh, that sweet freedom. And uh, yes, I have had people tell me, you know, certainly like the, you know, living in South Carolina, I think an ex- it just this is just an example off the top of my head, but I've heard it so many times, like visiting all the national parks, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're sure. just geographically far from us here. So having that opportunity to, to drive out there and see the country, uh, you know, maybe even see America is another one that I would put on there. But yeah, no, those, those are really good. And I, and I like the, um, I do like the buy less stuff uh, <laughs> idea because it's kind of a cool, like, side, probably not the reason you would do it, but it makes total sense. Like, you're going to be miserable if you can't even move around in your RV because you, you got so much junk piled up in there. Right, right. And and there are so many things. How many times do we buy this thing and we think we need it? And then six months later, we're saying, why did I buy this? I I, I didn't. I didn't actually need this. So, yeah, maybe it would help a little bit. And great point about the national parks. You're right. They are – there's a lot of them, but they all tend to be out in those big western states. And when we say those yeah. states are big, they're big. Yes. It's yes. a call to get across <laughs> some of those and hit some of those parks. So kind of a cool idea. All right. The cons. Okay. Um, RVs are really expensive to buy. They depreciate mm-hmm. in value. Repairs are costly. They use a lot of fuel. So you think about what's going on with gas prices, and mm. you need to be mindful of that. And there's one more when you think about the hookups and, like, the hooking up to water and then, like, the waste. And I mean, to me, there's, again, not a lot of cons. Like, the list isn't long, but those are those are powerful cons, in my opinion. Really something to think about before you're locked into an RV retirement, right? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And like you said, those are pretty obvious. And I think that I remember mentioning it to uh, Janelle once, um, the possibility of it. And I don't remember why I was romanticizing it, you know, at the time. But I was literally, I was literally only thinking of the pros. 
And she kind of, you know, she wasn't like, an, she's not anti-RV, but she kind of was like, well, what about this, this, and this? And right. I was like, oh, oh yeah, you're right. That's crazy. Let's <laughs> never do that. You know, it was, it was like a, it was like a three minute fantasy for me yes. at one point. And Short I was like, lived. well, maybe we'll rent one for a week someday or something like that. You there know? you go. That, that's another way to look at it. And you know, a couple other things to think about is you want to know insurance coverage for an RV. It's going to be different than for a regular vehicle. I am pretty sure. You need to make sure that you know for sure how to drive it and that your spouse knows how to drive it. I mean, if something happens to you, Pat, we don't have an RV, but we do have a horse trailer. As you know, we have, ah, we have yes. horses. And this is something my husband has been adamant about, that I I know how to hook that thing up and how to unhook it and how to drive with it if you know there was an accident or something happened and I needed to be the one uh, hauling the horses wherever you know because many times you you have to take horses somewhere it's like <laughs> what are we doing we don't need you to can't just anywhere. you can't just ride them there typically <laughs> there you go there you go but but it is one of those things where it's like yeah i guess i need to learn how to do this so i mean if you're in an rv and something happens somebody gets sick and it's like well what we just stay here until you get better or do i learn how to drive this thing you know you've gotta you gotta make sure that everybody knows how to drive it and just how much time do we really want to be spending into it? So I think maybe I kind of have an idea just based on what you shared a few moments ago about your Uh-oh. conversation with Janelle. But yay or nay, Pat, would Ooh. you retire in an RV now that we've gone through the pros and cons? Well, so this is interesting to me because it's one of the cool things about having a bunch of clients that are happily retired is getting to talk with them and ask them what they're doing and you know where they like to go. And you know, we have one client that I know of that sold the house and bought an RV and lives in the RV and drives around the country, and he absolutely loves it. Now, he has four kids in mm. different parts of the country, okay. so that works really well for their family. I don't know the number of clients we have that have a home and an RV, mm-hmm. uh, but that's a pretty substantial number, I would say, and many of them have very glowing comments about the RV. Now, that's obviously a much different uh, lifestyle choice, right, versus right. <laughs> literally living out of the RV. But certainly the majority of our clients do not have an RV in any capacity. So um, obviously anyone can be happy, you know, different strokes for different folks. I don't think this is the path that Janelle wants to take, and – Obviously, I am old enough to know happy wife, happy life. So I would love to take an RV trip once, but I don't even know if I want to be the guy driving it. You know what no, I mean? No, so, no. Right. so yeah, so I, I think it's going to be a nay for me. Okay. All right. That's kind of what I thought. It's definitely a lot to think about. <laughs> but the, here's why I thought this would be a fun thing to talk about. It is, like I said, one of those stereotypical debates between couples. Do we want to do this? It's something that almost goes hand in hand for some people with retirement. But there are so many things to think about. I think it's the perfect analogy for so many of those other big decisions that we have to be making as it relates to retirement. Because the last thing we want to do, Pat, is make an emotional illogical decision and it's really easy to to go wrong if we are making emotional decisions and we aren't getting all the facts doing all the research and we're just hey randomly doing stuff in retirement and I think that that is a a big part of why we wanted to to have this fun back and forth about this retirement yay or nay with the RV retirement today yeah and I think there's two different areas of that 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 jumped to my mind Jen as as you were saying that because I completely agree with you. The first is before retirement, and you're trying to you know you're working, you're saving, you're investing, you're trying to figure out when do we have enough, how do we make sure we never run out? you know all those big questions, and the perfect time really to start thinking about these things because you know, these are kind of life-changing decisions. You know, some of these things, right, Jen, as far as where do you want to live in retirement? And, you know, would you actually want to live in an RV? Those are life-changing, you know, major decisions. It's different than do we want to go here or here for dinner tonight? You know, if if you, if you end up not liking your dinner, that's a bummer, but it's not, it's not, you know, it's, it's done that day. Yeah. So that's step one, I think, is when you're actually sitting down, uh, like we talk about the, the benefits of blocking off an hour, Uh, If you're married, spending that time with your spouse, um, talking to a planner, walking through the different possibilities and the pros and cons. So that's step one. Now, the second one then is sometimes life changes and you, you know, you and or your spouse may change your mind during retirement. I'm I'm thinking of a couple uh, right now. We've been working together for about 10 years and uh, a couple years ago, they came to me and they said, hey, 
uh, we've got these friends, they have an RV and we've been RVing with them and we're loving it. And they were basically kind of coming to me and asking if they can have their allowance. And they were saying, hey, can we afford it, you know, if we buy an RV? And um, now, of course, everyone's in a different circumstance. uh, But in their particular circumstance, the answer was yes. They were spending and living below their means. They had some excess emergency reserves that had come about for one reason or another. Um, So it wasn't going to create a a, tremendous tax bill for them to do it. And so that was so fun to be able to actually say – Yes, uh, this this can work for you. And they ended up uh, buying, purchasing an RV. They kept their house, uh, but they do a lot of RVing, and it's one of the joys of their retirement. Mm-hmm. So, but like you said, Jen, it's not a knee-jerk emotional reaction of just right. being swept away on a sales lot. It's actually uh, thinking it through. Or in their case, they were able to delegate that to me, yeah. <laughs> you know, to right. to basically review the finances and make sure that they could afford it. Right. And the great thing, the cool thing about what you do, Pat, is there are very few wrong answers for your clients, for the people you're helping, whether you want to live in an RV or downsize into an apartment or keep your current house until the day you die. There's no wrong choice there. It's what's right for you. The only wrong answer is failing to put any financial plans in place for your retirement. That's the only wrong answer. Other than that, it's up to you. You're so right, Jen. And in fact, uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I I didn't think of the connection to that. But it's not just sell your house and buy an RV. But do you want to live in your home? Do you want to sell your home and downsize? Do you want to go to an apartment? Those are very real questions. And that's one that we often in our first meeting will will have kind of a, a raised eyebrow when we ask it because they may not be thinking about it yet. But you'd be surprised how often a married couple kind of looks at each other and says, oh, boy, either we've been avoiding that conversation or we've been having the conversation and we have not agreed yet. So those are gone well. Yeah, those are I mean, but man, like where you're going to live, that's a big deal, right? Like so. So we want to get that out on the table. Absolutely. Yeah, such a great point, Pat. We are about out of time here on the show today. Any final thoughts you want to leave us with? Well, I think what this boils down to, uh, you know, we always talk about, I, I feel like I'm the biggest you know, nerd or dork in the room, which is just the, the, the secret to success is to plan. But it, it, it's true. And we've seen it time and time again. And, and by the way, it's not just the secret to success, but it also creates peace of mind. And as much as we'd love to find the investment that gets you the best return or the, the tax plan that saves you the most taxes or the income plan that creates the most income, the bottom line we want is we want you to enjoy the retirement of your dreams and we want you to have peace of mind. And that's what planning can give you. If you have never put a plan together, or if you'd like a review of an existing plan, do not hesitate. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that review at absolutely no cost and no obligation for listeners of today's show. Once again, you just have to call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Make sure you remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.